Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do my review for Little Nightmares 2 which got released recently. The sequel to the first Little Nightmares. Uh, let's go straight to our ratings system. Uh, which of course we've got must play, don't skip, possible skip and skip. As you've seen already from the title I'm giving this a must play rating. Which is which is essentially for a video game on Entertainment Talk the highest rating that we can give something. I will be giving this game a 10 out of 10 if, if you wonder about like actual numbered scores and things uh would be a 10 out of 10 for me and as you've seen in the title as well this game to me is a masterpiece now i did talk about this game uh for those of you that listen to geek town it will be today because that episode will get released today but i uh, spoke yesterday about this game on geek town and one of the things that i said was that this is this is the creepiest piece of media i've ever experienced now what do i mean by that uh when i think of media i think of you know tv video games films you can kind of include comic books in there as well i suppose uh, but i've never actually read any horror comic books anyway apart from walking dead and maybe some some other things uh but yeah in terms of uh media tv video games films comic books this is the creepiest piece of media i've ever experienced uh now i've i've seen i've I've seen a i would say a good chunk of horror films and a good chunk of horror tv series and uh some horror video games that kind of thing some of them don't quite sort of work for me and, and that kind of thing um so i've seen a number of creepy different um more more so more creepy horror films than tv shows and games i would say uh but i've seen things like hereditary that come to mind something like uh get out which is kind of creepy at certain points uh things like um us the other the other jordan peele uh film i've seen um a, a, num- a number of of horror films as well because you've got of course you've got different creepy elements as well where you've got like it as well you know with, with Pennywise who can be kind of creepy and manipulative and, and that kind of thing but I think this is creepier than any of those um I'm not gonna go into what I would consider gameplay spoilers so I'm not gonna go I'll, I'll go into that in the second half when we actually go to spoilers not I'll talk fully about like the story and the ending and kind of like the the specific enemies what what I don't want to do in this spoiler free section is talk about the enemies that you come across because then it will actually ruin the surprise of you encountering them in the game if you if you haven't experienced them but there are some different characters in this game there's some interesting enemy designs uh just speaking about designs and kind of um the the good things about this game in general uh one of the really good things that the, the effort is put into here is in the audio design now i would urge you if you haven't started little nightmares 2 yet or probably with the first one as well please play this game with headphones or earphones on or whatever you want to use i would really recommend that you don't play this game with the audio coming out of your tv because you'll you'll hear like certain creaks and certain bits and pieces and that kind of stuff but i promise you that i when i was playing it i i started i think playing it without headphones on and um kind of realized like hey this is probably a lot more immersive if i put my headphones on put my headphones on and immediately just like the it it just added it added a new level of of immersion which was really really good and uh i i would like to praise the audio designers in this game for just it's things like when because there's a few sort there's a lot of sort of wooden surfaces that your character will be walking on which creates a lot of you know creaking sounds uh mainly in like you know houses and that kind of thing or buildings and that kind of thing as well uh you'll be hearing a lot of just 
and a, a lot of creaking that kind of thing and you'll sort of think like oh there's an enemy near me where there won't be it's that kind of audio horror trick if, if you kind of want to call it that to where you think there's some enemies near you there isn't and you can kind of hear just just a lot of noise in the background and one thing i really like about little nightmares with it sort of like left to right kind of gameplay is you'll be about to go into a next room right whether it's whatever it is you'll be about to go into the next room and you'll kind of hear an enemy doing something not necessarily the boss enemy for that particular level but you'll hear just again going back to the theme of creepy something just really creepy and weird and you'll think I, I don't know what's waiting for me in the next section and I really really enjoyed that they did that really well in the first game as well but because I feel like the creepiness the level of creepiness was upped in uh in in the second game like the the stakes of that as well because you could kind of i don't know to, to me the that really contributed very heavily to the horror in this game because not not only not only were the enemies themselves in their design and what they do and how they act and how they try to kill you in certain situations not only was that extremely creepy because i, I would encounter like a new enemy and I think like, oh, okay, I could maybe do this or that. And then I would die in like a really shocking way. And I would kind of think, oh my god, <laughs> you know. And this this was one of them games as well. Now this kind of follows in the footsteps of games like Limbo and Inside. Where you'll see a really creepy enemy. And you'll you'll first of all ask yourself like, what is that? Like just, 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 sim- just a simple question of what is that? Like what, what? What is that thing? What is it? What is it kind of doing? And that, and I'll get more into specifics of like the enemies that I'm talking about, of course, uh, including just one particular enemy that just really shocked me. Um, I, just, I I couldn't believe kind of what I had to run away from. I'm trying to be as vague as possible because I, I do not want to mention the different enemies that you come across. But uh, it, it's that level of um, yeah, just I I don't know, it, especially sort of. Because there's sections as well that kind of... Because the structure of this game is really good as well. Because you'll you'll go through kind of one little section in one building. Then you'll end up in like a street level kind of thing. And you'll maybe see some enemies there. That will usually just be your platforming sections though. And then you'll go... You'll, you'll go to go into another building. And you won't know what's waiting for you. You you won't. I mean you might know... Okay this is a hotel or this is a school or this is something you know, something else. Um, but you don't know what kind of enemies are waiting for you, and I really enjoyed that kind of creepy horror aspect of it as well. It's just that this game really surprised me with that, and um, I kept thinking to myself, okay, at one point this game isn't going to continue to outdo itself, but it continued to outdo itself from the from the beginning to the end, because uh, I kept kind of thinking, like, okay, surely the next enemy that I encounter can't be as creepy as the last one or equally as creepy as the last one um but it was either equally as creepy or more creepy than than the previous enemy and it's not just the enemies either it's sort of just there's you can dig out certain because there's very little dialogue in these little nightmares games um but you can kind of make your own assumptions about like okay this thing probably happened to this person or this enemy and this is why they are like that um they do that not not just with enemies but with the scenery as well because there's just some very weird bizarre again creepy um 
scenery where and I, I like this type of storytelling in post-apocalyptic settings as well not just with horror settings where you'll go into a room and you'll see okay something happened in this room how did that thing end up there how did you know a person's dead in this corner how did that happen there's a story to be told there and that adds to the, the to the lore of the world as well and um, i really really enjoyed trying to trying to figure that out here i mean i mean unless you're talking about like last of us 2 which um, one of the characters will maybe leave a letter behind and you can kind of read that and get a bit of a sense of their story and that kind of thing um but you, you still won't get to like see what happened it's just up to you to make your own assumption about okay th- this this thing is positioned this way or, or whatever um and yeah it was both again a, co- a really good combination in this game of visual storytelling in terms of what was in the room and just the creepy nature of how that probably or might have happened and uh, it, it it's it's just a really fantastic way of doing doing world building and kind of kind of setting the scene for for the game as well so i i thoroughly enjoyed that in terms of the gameplay i mean this is one of the really interesting things about a game like little nightmares when you look at the actual core gameplay and the controls it's very basic, but it doesn't need to be any more than what it's trying to be, because you don't need the game. To, you don't need the gameplay for the game to be more complicated or more advanced than what it is. It's just the case of I, I. I think with little nightmares and games like Limbo and Inside, it's more of a case of okay, you understand the basic controls. You know, running, jumping, sliding, climbing on something, grabbing something, pulling something. Uh, just kind of, these very basic types of interactions, r- running away from something, grabbing onto a ledge, jumping, uh, holding something maybe, throwing something, these very basic type of interactions. Um, but it's more about, okay, what are you interacting with in the world? What 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 can you do with the things that you can pick up? Like, can you, uh, th- th- there's various different examples you can use. Um and it's sort of like, okay, I need to jump onto this door handle. How do I find something to climb up to? Because I can't reach it. Because obviously you're a little nightmare or whatever. Um, can I, you know, if it's a button, can you find like one of the many shoes in the game? Uh, or like a or like a block or a brick or something to, to throw at this button? Uh, and then there's also the other challenge added into that as well. Which is where the, the two things I've just mentioned kind of combine. Which is this these creepy enemy designs, the creepy enemies, the audio design everything else like that and then trying to trying to avoid that particular creepy type of enemy and trying to analyze what the enemy is doing and how they're going to go about trying to get you and then also adding that to you figuring out the puzzle in the moment which adds to you know stress tension stakes that kind of thing and uh, again i think little nightmares 2 is just fantastic at that it really really is so uh, i've got to got to give a, give a lot of praise for that i think that's kind of most of what i can talk about spoiler free i will get into uh kind of you know some of the specific enemies and um you know the, the actual story itself i do feel like there's re- a, re- a really good amount of effort put into the story here and uh, it ended up with me doing some kind of theory crafting and trying to figure out figure out what was going on as well like i say you you get this kind of subtle attempt at storytelling in this game where it's sort of it's sort of like show don't tell where it's like okay we're gonna tell you a visual story we're not gonna have anybody explain it to you like through dialogue but given what you have discovered about the world and what you can see that's going on you've got to make your own assumption for, for, for that and uh sometimes that's not very good sometimes that's not very good in certain 
pieces of media because you've really got to do something like that right because when you're not giving the audience an outright uh, answer as to what's going on and you're leaving them to kind of figure things out a little bit more it can be somewhat frustrating but not in this game uh you can i, I like the way that it's sort of okay this thing happened and it does make sense but what do you think that thing means within the within the context of the world and the story that's already been set up in Little Nightmares 2 uh, and from the first game of course because this, this is a uh, sequel so uh, I really like that as well uh, but that's pretty much everything I think I can talk about really for the spoiler free section here um, I'm going to get into some I, I think I'll start with the I won't go straight into the story spoiler things for the um, spoiler section I think I'll talk first about the actual gameplay and and these these enemies that I was alluding to so uh, but we'll do some housekeeping and then I'll give you another spoiler warning in a minute so stay tuned hi there and thanks very much for listening today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link that's where you can shop on Amazon we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra so whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for kualu and the amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show all right recently on entertainment talk what have we got for you here uh we've got the united cast the 1-1 draw away to west brom in the premier league very very disappointing draw uh should be beating teams like west brom uh the world of the last of us podcast talking about the casting decisions made uh, for joel and ellie they're going to be played by bella ramsey who's going to be playing um ellie and of course uh, pedro pascal the current mandalorian uh, he's going to be playing the role of Joel, so I discussed that. I uh, did a little podcast for the One Division. Um, my, my sort of character theories. There is spoilers in there for the show. Uh, basically, if you're not caught up to One Division, then don't listen to that podcast because I might spoil you on some things. Uh, that is still worth listening to because some of the theories that I made kind of haven't happened yet. They're they're they're, they're potentially going to maybe happen. Between now and possibly the, the, the season finale. We'll see. But uh, what I mean is you can still go and listen to that. 
because it's still kind of valid if you know what I mean but uh, you can go and uh, listen to that if you want to for one division but make sure that you're caught up to the show uh, Man United also beat West Ham in uh, extra time 1-0 uh, it was 0-0 in the 90 minutes and then beat them uh, scored the first goal the winning goal in extra time so that means that we're through to the next round of the FA Cup where we've got Leicester in the quarterfinals that'll be in a couple of weeks time random gaming talk last week we talked about Anthem EA is going to be they haven't actually announced that yet have they whether they are or are not going to be keeping Anthem around Bioware has been working on a kind of revival project if you will for Anthem uh, but we have not heard any news back about that yet uh, we also talked about Zelda and uh, there was lots of reports of a scrapped live action Netflix series for Zelda. So we talked about that and we talked also about the return of E3 for this year. So there's that. Uh, talked about talked about HBO Max's international release problem. Analyzing television episode 7. Talking about Disney Plus's middle of the night release problem. Quote unquote problem. Uh, did my must see review. This is for Malcolm and Marie. The new Netflix film starring Zendaya and John David Washington. In the roles of Malcolm and Marie. Uh, so that's pretty much what we've been doing. On entertainmenttalk.org. And on podcast platforms. Uh, let's get into some spoilers. So if you have not played Little Nightmares 2. You're going to want to leave now. If you're listening on a podcast player. Go into that. Press pause. Play Little Nightmares 2. We definitely, definitely highly recommend it. It's a must play game in, in, in my opinion. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast player. Go press pause. Listen to something else in the meantime. And uh, return when you have finished Little Nightmares 2. If you're listening on the website. Either press back or click on the homepage. And that will shut the podcast off for you as well. Uh... So I'm going to save the ending discussion for a little bit later. I want to talk about some of those enemies. Uh, I want to mention first of all the creepiest enemy I think that we've got in this game. And that is the hand, I suppose. The hand that jumps on your face and uh, kills you. In in some way I'm assuming that he crushes your head or, or something like that. Uh, that section in the, was it the kitchen? I think it was the kitchen. Um, I think it was the bit just after the school with the mannequins and that. Um, when you've got to like jump and slide, ju- jump over the you know platforms and that, and and kind of slide underneath them and sort of work out what to do. I really like the ending of that where you do actually get. Can't remember which melee weapon it is, whether it's the hammer or the pipe or whatever. Um, and you can uh, yeah just just kind of beat it to death. I I kept hitting that thing until it stopped moving because I was like I don't I don't trust this game that that thing you know if i walk away that thing might get up and kill me and you do actually get a trophy uh i think i hit the thing about six times maybe i was just like i'm just going to keep hitting this thing until i get some sort of sign to stop because this is a horror game where a hand is moving and i don't trust that it's dead um and uh what was it just trophy called it's something to where you probably hit it a certain amount of times and uh something like um stop it's dead already or whatever um so yeah well like don't beat a dead horse something 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 like that it was it was called uh so i thought that 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 was the sign to me of that okay this thing is dead because if you if you hit that thing probably two or three times i reckon it might get up i think the fourth or the fifth hit probably actually killed it and then i just hit it one more time uh just just to completely make sure because i did not want to walk away from that thing and then uh it comes to life and kind of jumps on my face but that was really creepy. I did not expect that at all. And like I said in the um, spoiler-free section, uh, I mean, you come across like little zombie kind of children or whatever, but they're not actually like human children. They're made of that particular material. I can't kind of think of what it is, but uh, 
and then like the teacher with the long neck and like she's I, I thought that was a really creepy bit when uh, you actually get into their classroom and you got a high behind the desks and that and uh, she's writing with the chalkboard and then kind of slams on it and then turns around you got to make sure you're not seen flips the book and then she, she keeps on writing uh, it took me a few attempts to actually get that particular part because um, what I was trying to do because you got to climb up the um, bookshelf thing and the keys on the top and you have to tip the thing over what I kept trying to do uh, I didn't actually do it successfully I had to do it the way that the game wanted me to what I kept trying to do was when I'm at the last desk which is closest to the door run towards it trigger the children to kind of run after your character uh, I think it's called I think they're, they're called mono aren't they because um, the other character from the who I think is from the first game is called Six, the one that gets the raincoat eventually uh, in the second game. Because you have the raincoat in the first game, don't you? Uh, I think that character is called Six. Um, but yeah, you you run into that room because they've captured Six by that point. You're on you're on your own, aren't you? Um, and uh, what I kept trying to do was climb up the thing to a certain amount, wait for it to start tipping the zombie children. Whatever you, that's just the best way I can think of to describe them because that's kind of how they acted. Uh, wait for them to run in and because they could climb up the bookshelf. But what I was trying to do was make it to where I jump off the bookshelf, land out of the way of it. The key will fall, obviously, and then the bookshelf to kind of cross the, the children because that was it. to me. I c I couldn't work out how to get there stealthily. Um, so I kept thinking like, oh, I need to use the bookshelf to kill these children because they run after you and then the bookshelf falls, uh, bookshelf, uh, falls over. So I was just thinking to myself at the time, I need to make it so that it crushes them. But you can actually do, just do that level completely stealthily. And then you get the reveal from her that, yeah, she can, she has a really long neck, uh, and she can kind of look around corners and stuff. Um, just, just like the, the eerie nature of that as well, because when she's, if she's not writing on that chalkboard, uh, or on the blackboard or whatever. Um, it's silent. It's just completely silent. These kids are just there in silence. And then of course you got the bit after. When you're sneaking around the room. Her kind of slamming on the desk with her, her ruler. I think it is. Just yeah. Yeah. And, and even just going back to the kids themselves. Just the, re the, the reveal of them. Because you kind of get that a little bit. When you first go into the school. You can hear. Again going back to what I was mentioning earlier. You can hear them like rumbling around. And kind of you know things getting smashed and broken and just just load the noise and you think okay what what's causing that noise i don't know what i'm about to face up against and then you you see bits of them in the background they're kind of scurrying around and that and uh i was like what the hell is this like what 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 are what are these these what are these children kind of thing but just just so creepy and then of course the mannequins goodness me um <laughs> Yeah, that that was probably the hardest part of the game for me. Uh, trying trying to run away from them, trying to you know get the light to to uh, go onto them and that. You've got to kind of play the game in like a twin stick shooter. Um, when when you get to that point, because I was really struggling to aim the uh, torch, and then I kind of just like practiced a little bit more with it and uh, got the hang of it a little bit. You've got to do a bit of a mixture of like round them up shine the torch at them wait for them to kind of be in a group so that you can keep an eye on them and then just run at a certain point but uh yeah and then the, the, the then the part where um they're all like locked up and everything and uh and then their arms are coming out the the cell not the doors like the 
holes where you'd put food in and that and, and that sort of thing. Their arms are coming out and you're running away and then they bang down the door and then you just got to keep running. I thought that was that was just brilliant. Um, yeah, so that that was another part. But uh, I did read that that was inspired by um, a film called Lights Out. Uh, Lights Out was was a YouTube short that was released several years ago. Uh, it was this one minute video basically about you know, when, when you turn off the lights you can see the thing moving and then when you turn the light on it sort of stops uh, which is exactly how these mannequins operate. There was a, f- a feature length film that was released for Lights Out but it, it wasn't very good. Um, it, it started off alright and then it just got kind of ridiculous but the actual idea of that like okay if you shine the light on these things they stop moving you can see them right in front of you but they'll stop moving. Uh, I think that's a great little horror element as well. Um, so yeah, it's a bit like if you took the um, so the Weeping Angels from Doctor Who from one of the one of the David Tennant seasons, uh, but instead of using blinking as a tool to kind of escape them or not blinking in that case, uh, it's a torchlight instead. So kind of the same idea of like you have to you have to use something to stop the enemies and then kind of back away from them and whatever. I thought that was great. Uh, what other bits did you have? I really like the sort of. Um, slow burn pace at the start you get again this this just creepy idea of you being uh in the woods and everything and you can hear loads of creaking going on you can see things have been kind of strung up and everything because there's that like um trap in the woods like full of bodies or whatever that was that was kind of cool and then uh, using the acorns to get rid of the traps that's the most interesting use i've ever seen for i think that's an acorn um I might have that wrong, but uh, that's one of the most interesting uses I've ever seen for that in in, in anything. I mean, using them to kind of set the traps off and that, because you can see a couple of them like above the leaves a little bit, and then uh, as you hit them with the with the thing, um, like more of them get exposed, and you kind of realise oh, there's loads of them here, so I need to throw all these things at it. So uh, that was that was kind of cool, yeah. And then of course you get the guy with the shotgun. Uh, that that's kind of just like a take cover sort of thing, but that was still pretty intense and pretty pretty nerve wracking. So, just yeah, just so many good set pieces. So 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 many good set pieces. Um, yeah, and then the tall man at the end. I uh, should probably use that to use that section to get into the the ending of the game as well, because I've talked mostly about the uh, spoilery stuff. I mean, the other the other enemy as well um, is the people hypnotized by the tvs and that which is a little bit of a comment on society which is like we're, we're just glued to we're glued to screens aren't we because we are as a society you know whether it's phones tablets tv what, what whatever it whatever it is we are glued to screens um but yeah and then they have i never got like a proper good look at one of their faces but it seemed like there was this sort of just not hole but this sort of ditch in their face where, where they'd sort of just been like the face had been spread open or something it was it was weird um but yeah using them and then uh trying trying to sort of trick them to to uh because you had to use the tvs for uh like a portal almost which was which was really cool uh one of the darkest scenes in the game as well which follows on after that after after you've done most of that because that, that's you sort of traversing buildings and that um is the people that are hypnotized by by this by this basically by the light isn't it it's not specifically the tv it's what's on the tv uh this kind of um broadcast thing and because you can see the the little glimpse of the tower now and again during the game uh those people kind of falling off the roof that was that was particularly dark um you know it's 
the interesting thing to me about that is I remember as soon as I first came across that scene I was like oh they're kind of committing suicide but they're not technically because they hypnotise so much they will follow that signal no matter what so it's not really a case of like they're fed up and they're falling off the roof they're falling off the roof because of the signal that they've seen and at least that that was my interpretation maybe I've got that wrong or something but because if you look at that scene as well the lights that I talked about a second ago that you see a glimpse of they're actually looking at that I'm pretty sure that they are anyway uh, it's either they're either looking at that or there's a TV um, below the building that you can't see from the angle that you're at so they're either looking at a TV that they followed and you know have fallen off the roof as, as an example or they're looking at that light thing almost like a lighthouse kind of thing and they're following that either way if they're following if they're following one of the broadcast lights either from that or a TV or something else um, that would then just cause them to fall off the building. So from my perspective, that wasn't really like a suicide kind of thing. That was more of a just sort of, they are following this light and they will do that no matter what. So, yeah. Because uh, you see it in, you see a similar example. There's almost a little bit of foreshadowing before that. There's the part of the level where you climb up a building, you're in between two of them. And I think if you turn off, because uh, there's a TV that's off, and then there's a TV that's on on the left side. That's the one that I think a guy's looking at. And if you turn on the TV on the right side. Jump over to the other side of the building. Turn the other TV off. The guy follows that TV. And as a result falls off the roof. So that's kind of the same thing as what I was trying to allude to a minute ago. That I think that they're just following the signal. Because uh, when you do that to that guy. He's not attempting to you know end his life he's just following the signal and as a result falls off the roof so that was just my interpretation of that anyway uh, yours might be different and that's that's totally fine if that's the case uh, so let's talk about the ending um so you go through this weird bizarre sequence of events and you have to break this music box because six has become really big um and you walk through these like pink purple sort of doors and everything and then you know you, you're running across this crumbling bridge you go to jump and you and you try to get uh six to catch you um she does i believe it's a female character i think you're playing as Mo mono who's a guy and six is a female character i'm pretty sure anyway um that's what i've what i sort of heard i don't know if that's ever fully established in the game necessarily but that's just what i kept hearing people say so i'm gonna stick to what i think that is uh is going on there she catches you looks at you and it's almost a long live the king moment now there's a debate to be had as to um did she drop you by accident or did she literally let you go because she knows that in the future you're going to become the long man or who i'm going to call the long man some people call him the tall man or the thin man or whatever he's both thin and tall so you could you could use either i'm just going to call him the tall man um because then you fall into the depths of whatever those eyes look onto you whatever those eyes are and then the corridor comes up that you've been running through now and again when you tune into the tv so my my take on it which is similar to other people's as well is that six knows that you're going to become the long man and tries to kill you because uh, this game's almost a weird hybrid combination of a prequel and a sequel because at one point in the game you you as mono are running away from the tall man 
but it's almost sort of like the tall man kind of thinks I guess maybe if I catch you now and this obviously can't happen because if you get caught by him then you have to restart that particular checkpoint if you're caught by him he can stop you getting killed by six and he can change your fate so it's possible that at the end of the day tall man is not the villain maybe again I like how it's sort of like up to your you've been told a story which is that the tall man's chasing you you've got to run away from him He's captured Six. Six has been, you know, uh, captured and all that kind of thing. And then, um... And then, yeah, she she tries to kill you so that you don't become the Tall Man. But then, as a result, you fall into this pit, which means that you do become him. So, Six, in a way, has failed to kill you. Because you, you see the sequence following on immediately from that, where you're sitting in the chair. And you become the Tall Man. And then, of course, you look at the corridor, which has got that door in it. So yeah, but uh, my my interpretation is that the tall man is chasing you, not to kill you necessarily, because you don't actually see him kill you when he picks you up. You just see him pick you up, and then you have to restart the level because the story has to play out the way that it does. Uh, but he's trying to stop you, I think, getting killed by six because six um, is his enemy in a way, because in a time loop sense, uh, he's trying to stop you from getting dropped. By six at the end of the game, which you still go on and do anyway. But uh, yeah, so that's that's my interpretation. But uh, what did you all think of the story? What where do you think the little nightmares could go? I think there's supposed to be a DLC coming out, so we'll see what that's about. Uh, it might just be like a small kind of spin-off level or something. I think there's room for a third and maybe final little nightmares game. It will probably be a couple of years away, but uh, hopefully we'll have some DLC at some point soon. Um, but yeah, fantastic game, just creeps me out, which it was supposed to do, so I'm glad that it did. Uh, look, if if a game is trying to, like, scare me, or make me feel emotions, or try, you know, or trying to, trying to creep me out, or scare me, and it does, then you've achieved a goal, and, uh, you've got to give, you've got to give props for that, because it's not always, it's not always as easy as what you might think to achieve something as basic as that, because you've just got, you've got to hit the right notes at the right time, haven't you, uh, in the story that you're trying to tell, so... Yeah, but uh, I I really love this game. This is an early game of the year contender for me. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed what they did here. And uh, I'm looking forward to the future of this franchise as well. So we'll see what happens with it. Uh, But let me know what you think. What do you think of everything I talked about? What do you think was the creepiest enemy in in the game? To me, it was the hand that chased you. Just because I didn't expect a hand to be chasing me. And that was my immediate thought was a hand is now chasing me in this game. And that's brilliant. So uh, maybe it was the creepy school kids or the the children or whatever. Uh, What's your interpretation on the ending and and that kind of thing? Uh, Because I don't think anybody's really right or wrong necessarily. And I I like the the theorizing aspect of that. So yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, thank you everybody very much for listening. If you would like to let me know those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever uh, about the game. Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org. Twitter eTalkUK. There's contact page and information in your show notes as well so feel free to get involved um that's it that's it for little nightmares 2 10 out of 10 masterpiece must play game for me i just yeah this 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 was one of my most anticipated games and i think it exceeded my expectations which is not always easy to do so yeah in the meantime uh thank you 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 can uh, thank you everybody very much for listening and you can find all of the rest of the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org tv video games films and manchester United podcast i just want to mention as well 
I made two appearances on Barry's podcast lately. Uh, one was talking about our top five most anticipated films. Uh, you can find that on the Geektopia YouTube channel. And the other one was for uh, our discussion on found footage horror films. That is on Talk and Stalk. So if you search for them, um, you should be able to find them as well. If you can't, then let me know and uh, I'll, I'll sort that out and that sort of thing. But Talk and Stalk and Geektopia for the newest episodes of those. Uh, David, of course, you can find him over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio for your up-to-date, reliable TV and film news. Uh, Geektown Radio is on Tuesdays. Today, there should be a new episode later on as well so look out for that uh beck streams daily still over on twitch trista bytes trista b-y-t-e-s uh, you can give her a follow over there and uh enjoy her twitch stream content uh, you can follow me on twitch as well i do need to start streaming again soon because uh, it's been too long i've got some ideas i just need to sort of figure out what i'm actually doing but so uh, you can follow me on twitch in the meantime etalk uk on there for that as well thanks for listening and i'll see you next time goodbye